Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. Happy Sunday, y'all. Shout out to everybody watching March Madness. It's going crazy. I'm a Duke fan myself. I don't know who's rooting for who. Amanda, do you watch it? No. Nope. I didn't want to be sexist and assume <laughs> you didn't watch it, so I had to ask you. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm going for Duke to go all the way. What about Duke, you? Duke, man. Duke. Um, Duke. I'm, I'm neutral this year. That's that's big time for me. Usually I, I run with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not even around. Yeah. So. I know. Shout out to Villanova. I'm going to rock with Villanova. No, they, they already got limited yesterday. Okay, then. I'm neutral. <laughs> <laughs> that shows yeah, you that. Yeah. So. The weather's really nice outside. Beautiful. You know what okay. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you, that means that season's around the corner. You oh, know, wait, wait, you wait, know wait, how wait, excited wait. I get about that wait. season? I heard you looked at me when you said No, no, that. I wasn't calling you, you a You like this that season. No, I, know, I know you know how I always say that season's coming, so that's why I look at you now. I know, I know. Um, I heard new remixes to Tatiana, which means people are excited and stuff uh-huh. like that. You know what I mean? So we, we have a special guest in the building. I'm just have everybody introduce himself as we'll talk more. Amanda, a, uh, Amanda, a greedy gun, a.k.a. with a little butt. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> it's, it's your boy Cliff Rock Banam. It's your boy Marvin the Entertainer. Marvin Collins, you know it. Nice, nice, nice. Shout out to uh, Sensei Open Shirt Poppy. He not here this week, but he'll be back next week taking care of family stuff, so. Mr. Entertainer, let us know about the things you got going on. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me here today as your guest. Yes. You know, um, the opportunity is, is very, very appreciated. Um, as you know, I'm here because um, I'm an up-and-coming actor. You know, okay. I would say I'm in a few talents. Okay. But with that being said, though, I'm using this platform today. I've worked on a couple of projects, theater, filming, nice. and hopefully to continue to network, you know, possibly work with one of the best one. I won't say possible, we'll work with one of the best today. Yeah. You know, and um yeah, like whatever you want to ask, you know. That's what's up. So you said you you've done theater. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that experience. Oh man, well, so many experience. Um in twenty fifteen when this all began, I was actually in the gym and um <laughs> young lady came to me and asked me, Hey, you ever thought about modeling? I was like, model where? Yeah. I ain't six foot change. I ain't 120 <laughs> pounds. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, you know, there's, there's no muscular you know, models. I said, oh, yeah. She said, what about acting? I said, maybe. So yeah. with that being said, she had a project she was working on. It was a student film. And, oh, wow. Right. So that, that's what's up. Because usually that's the line you hear a dude say to a woman who's trying to smash. Right. So, <laughs> so, no, nah, let's keep it a buck, right? Uh, so when you hear it on the opposite end, it's like, that's a cool story to hear. Right, 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 <laughs> right. right. But in that case scenario, it wasn't, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um... <laughs> That being said, yeah, so um, she had me um, audition. She liked me, and um, and I actually played a character as like a, a abusive dad in, in, in a household, okay. former pastor, and okay. since the pastor of my wife turned to alcohol, and it very like made the house very uncomfortable, especially for my kids. Nice. So when I saw, I mean, it's not nice that the character. No, nah, it's that not much, that unfortunately, know, but I mean, it's it, a good like a deep story. To it was you. a deep story. Well, fast forward, um. When I saw myself in front of the camera, and along with the you know, the video man there, and that person said, you haven't done this before? I said, no. Nah. She said, you look pretty good. you know. And that was like a light bulb right there. Ding. Yeah. I said, maybe you have to look at this more. So with that being said, I started going on these casting websites, started like, you know, putting my stuff out there, and I got called for a first play in 2015, the same year when I started, actually, it was a coincidence, for a play in Harlem. It was called The Tears of a Man. And I actually had offered a lead role the position I had no theater experience. Yeah. So the judges there, I got like a big booklet, just things to rem- to memorize. Yeah. And I started to learn, and then with that, tapping into acting classes, you know, on the coaches and everything. So I was self teaching myself, studying actors on TV, not mm-hmm. just watching the movie and say that movie was good, but studying the techniques. Yeah. And doors kept on opening from there. That's that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Is there like any particular, you know, next thing that you're dying to try something different? <laughs> Opportunity. Oh man, yeah. if I could tell you, could be a list, man. Um, before you got it, I was actually mentioning modeling. Modeling is one of the things that I actually you know have a good interest in. You yeah. know, um, you know, I like fashion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know there there's been a door for muscular models now. You know, and yeah. I'm actually in 
working on myself health wise to become more fit more appealing mm -hmm. you know and also even for these roles you know I gotta make sure you look the role you know yeah. so what if it's clean cut you know and I'm just taking the opportunity mm -hmm. you know speaking of the name Marvin Entertainer yeah. you know the name speaks for versatility you know there's another entertainer out there where we all know Cedric the Entertainer. Yeah. So a lot of people ask me, yo, um, you trying to be like Cedric and all that? You know, yeah. I just saw that picture with you on your Instagram. You had a top kid on, you know, you did look like Cedric. Yeah. I said, nah, <laughs> the name was actually just chosen because I'm a person of, of versatility. Okay. What what other uh, skills besides acting do you possess? Oh, man, I'm a mentor. You know, I'm an inst instructor. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's in the words of encouragement. You know, you you name so it. Like a motivator. There you go. Like public speaking, exactly. Okay. You guys have, before we start the regular show, you guys have any questions for Marvin Entertainer? Oh, no, he already answered. I was going to ask him what nah, got come on, ask Because I was going to mm -hmm. ask you what got you into modeling and stuff. Because Marvin and I went to high school together. Okay. So for the record. I don't know if you knew small that. Small world. Yeah, small, I, did small world. I did not know yes. that. I did not know that. Family matters. Family yeah. matters. Right, so we're going to jump into the regularly scheduled episode. And then um, the first topic is I'm not your ex, right? Because sometimes we're in relationships and... We're fighting ghosts, right? And when I say we're fighting ghosts, like you and your partner's beefing about things that you haven't done, but you give that person the inclination that you have the possibility to be like their ex. So sometimes you're fighting and arguing with someone about things that you've never done because you remind them of the person that they dated before. And that causes, you know, drama. So the first tough question is why do we let the hurt from our old relationships treat treat the person in our new relationship guilty of sin. I think we should let the guests go first. We usually like ladies first. But yeah, you know ladies what? first. No, let the guests uh, go first. I think ladies are more willing to actually put their <laughs> guards down and to trust again and opposed to men. You know, we got that guard up all the way at 100, you know? Yeah. It's like we build a fort, you know? And it's hard for us to open up in the beginning when you meet someone, you come from a past situation that was very toxic, we should mm -hmm. say, or most of us say nowadays, you know, and we just don't want to let our guards down. Okay. So you actually feel like men carry more baggage in new relationships than women do. Mm. From, from that, your response. Is that, that what he said to you? That, that's that what it sounds like, right? <laughs> that's what it sounds no, like. Because he, he, spoke on the, he spoke from the perspective yeah. of men yeah. being yeah. that way. So I was just asking. Do you well, I'm way? speaking on behalf of not every man. I'm speaking for men who try to avoid relationship. Ooh. That's the situation nowadays. Mm. Many men don't want to commit. Oh, with that being topic. said, with that being said, you see what's on my finger right here, right? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I, don't really, I don't really advertise that. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of men don't want to commit. And I understand it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge sacrifice, you know, getting to know one and bringing one into your space and sharing that space with the next person and understanding the likes and the dislikes of each individual, mm -hmm. you know? But with that being said, when you're new to this and you, and you feel like you have a common interest in someone and you're not too sure, you're fighting, but deep down you know what it is, most people, most party men per se, don't want to put their guards down. They say, nah, I got to be this, you know, I'm going to rock this out to whatever then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they never know when is the right time. Women, women, are, I feel like are more receptive. Women are more easy to say, you know what, I've been hurt before, but I'm not going to let my past handle what's in front of me. I like your perspective. I disagree in my experiences, mm -hmm. but we're going to have... Can you ask the question again? Yeah. <laughs> Why do we let the hurt from our old relationship trickle into our new relationship? Um, I would say patterns. Sometimes it's right there on that side. Right, yeah. Sometimes um, when you're dating someone, you start to see the patterns that you saw in the ex. So it's like you may take that out on your new one, the guy that you're talking to now, because it's like, ah, oh, he's fucking up like the last one. Like, here we go. You start to notice the patterns. So, mm -hmm. yeah. What about you, Cliff? That's a good answer. I'm piggybacking on men that said, yeah, you said you start knowing the patterns and then you start, you automatic go in there thinking that something's going to be negative about this new relationship, right? Because you like, if one thing, if the new relationship is just something that the old relationship that you didn't like, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, oh man, what's going on here now? And then now all of a sudden you don't make progress in the new relationship. So sometimes you look at your old relationships and then you try to build to see that, is, is this person going to be the same? Let, yeah. let me see what's going on. As yeah. soon as they do something that the old relationship do, you get a little flustered and you start getting confused about the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a stronger believer. Don't let nobody play you for idiot, mm -hmm. right? Where you're just ignoring things, but at the same time, I, I feel like you need to treat everybody with a clean slate. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes things seem similar, but I'm not saying you have to let yourself become victimized, but you have to allow that person to actually 
do something before you start But see, you that's start the thing with out. me. You'll start off with a clean slate. But then when the pattern starts happening, it's like, oh, here we go with the bullshit. And it's just like, how long are you going to put up with the bullshit? Yeah. You know? Because I, I've been in situations where it was just like, you know, the person was just like, oh, you're going to do me like such and such did me. And I'm like, what did I do for you to say that? Oh, that's just how men are. And you answer this question that way, and that's how such and such answered the question. And I'm like, yo, you you re- you relationship profiling me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 just like we don't want to co- go out in the streets and the cops say, hey, you look like such and such, so I'm gonna treat you a certain way. You shouldn't treat your relationship partners that same way too. I agree with that. Cause you gotta let you gotta let the relationship build and fester in a way where it's just like that person has a fair shot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's an old song by like Erica Badu with the bag lady song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How we carrying all these bags. And it's just like, how could you be happy in a relationship if you if you already operating like, yo, this person going to be like the last person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how can you really enjoy that person? I think the best thing about a new relationship is learning someone. Mm-hmm. Recognizing their patterns and being able to like, I'm going to move differently. I feel like you should learn from that last person. That, you know, that it didn't work out, but treat that new person a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there's so many things on the outside that could be toxic to your relationship that could try to interrupt it that you got to give that person a fair shot to be fresh, you know? So the next question is, why do we act like, his- like history will repeat itself in our new relationship? Like, why do we automatically assume history is going to repeat this? I would say because, well, it's almost like the same thing, like a pattern. You start to see certain things, and you're like, dag, it's like everybody's almost like this. You know what I mean? Sometimes you feel like, you feel just like that. Like you feel like everyone is the same or starting to become the same, just about the same. Yeah. yeah. Do, do we ever think that, you know, history repeating itself, that we have some contribution to that? Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of it's times like, we I, always feel like men do this, men do that, but what do we contribute? This or women was the do this, topic that, that you guys had last week, like in terms of dating differently. Mm-hmm. You know outside the I comfort mean? zone. Dating outside of your comfort zone. I feel I, a lot of my friends that are engaged and married, they, they dated outside of their comfort zone. And look at where they've been, they are right now, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, so you're saying that, even dating outside of your comfort zone, the history repeat itself, or it offered a new. It's terrain. a chance that it won't repeat itself. Like you know how they say certain women like bad guys or the tough guy image and stuff like that. Maybe mm. if they go to the other side, it might not. <laughs> mm-hmm. be like when you say other side, you saying interracial or <laughs> no, 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 other side as in no. other as side in, as in choosing a different well. type of a man. Okay, you know, yeah. like sometimes maybe a girl's picking the same guy that likes to hang out on the corner and shit instead of take his ass to work. Yeah. Now it's time to start dating a man who has a nine to five. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So why? Do you, so the question is, why do we act like history will repeat itself in our new relationship? No shade, but I just feel like it's a female. It's a female thing. Okay. What the? See, <laughs> first time he's saying guys do it, and now Word. he's just like, what do you mean and, by and, that? And, elaborate and, on this. And I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to elaborate. I'm just picking back up a conversation I had with someone earlier, and um, not here, but just like I said earlier, and um person say yo mom giving this a shot mom you know you know but i don't understand i don't i don't understand homegirl like she keeps throwing stuff what happened in her past and she's picking every little thing that we going through right now and, and reflecting to her past and i'm just trying to move forward i told her like listen you haven't seen my guy never been hurt before mm-hmm. you know but i'm putting it aside i'm giving this a chance you know yeah. so i asked you say mom not for nothing i could go back to the old me in one two three but mm-hmm. i'm giving it a shot yeah. i said this what's misunderstood does not have to be explained. You continue to press out. You know, obviously, if the bell rings in our head, like you think, you know what? Maybe he, he is doing the right thing. Maybe I need to just back off a little bit. You know, give him that courtesy of respect, like I, like he's trying to make it work. Again, I just not not towards you, man. I just think it's a female. It's like they holding on to so much. They they have that phobia mm-hmm. of being hurt, and they miss out on the opportunity. You said something that's critical because. <laughs> No, as far as going back to the old me, I know a lot of dudes, as soon as a relationship don't work, yeah. shit, I'm going back to me. Mm, yeah. I ain't shit more. Yeah, uh, I ain't shit you know, more. They you know go saying? back to that being slutty because that, that's what they want. That, not that's because, when they, they open up the chest. Not because of the girl. And the big tea show for being a thought and they jump right tea. back into the thought. my tea. I believe it's the type of woman that he's dating. She's holding on to insecurities and hurts then move on to the next one. I don't 
I don't bring my, I don't have insecurities, but I don't bring my hurts, like from my past relationships into mm-hmm. the new ones. That doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. How about this? I think that people should give them time to heal. People don't heal. That's a good point. We're going to talk about that Uh, later on, too. Oh, wait, one more thing. I think y'all men, you Mm. guys hold on to a fucking heartbreak. There we go. Okay? We do. I think think men are worse than than women. Because men. So, therefore, I disagree with what Marv said. This Marv said. Listen, don't kill the messenger, man. (laughs) I'm just speaking. Let me get your perspective. Why do you think we act like history is going to repeat ourselves in a relationship? You know what it is. The problem is, um, and it's uh, I think it's more like the new school generation. It's our generation. Like, we automatically go into a relationship with a, a negative thought. Like, we just automatically think like, oh, this ain't gonna work out. Whatever. Which go, y'all don't. We don't expect it to be perfect and be good. Whatever. Boom. So we look at it. We go into it automatic thinking that something's gonna be wrong with it. And and I think that's a big problem. Instead of saying, you know what, the past is the past. I'm gonna give this guy a new slate. I'm gonna give this female a new slate. Whatever. Boom. You know, I'm just going to focus on what we have. I'm not going to focus on the old. But automatically, we automatically... And then social media don't help. All, mm-hmm. uh, you go on Instagram and Facebook, you got all these quotes, all these women rights, all these men rights. Like, <laughs> and, 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 you know, it kind of ruined the relationship. If you go into a relationship, just basically say, listen, I'm dating this person that's new, whatever. You know, I'm just going to focus on what we do today. I'm not going to focus on mm-hmm. the past. It'll work out better. And I mm-hmm. think another thing is, like... what. As far as coming from a man's perspective, I feel like a lot of times men get into relationships before they're ready for the relationship, right? So they're looking for an excuse to be out, right? Exactly. That's <laughs> you why I saying? feel like you saying like, I'm a man today. wants to go back to the old way yeah. is because that's he never wanted to leave the old way. If something doesn't work, you move on to the fucking next. You don't say I'm gonna be the old Marv. I'm gonna be the oldest. No, that's because you never wanted to settle down in the first place. Yeah, I think a lot of times we're in relationships and we feel like we're doing this because this is the right thing to do. You know, like I think a lot of times we 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 want companionship, mm-hmm. but we hate the com- the confinements of being committed. Right, yeah, you it's don't want to be committed. That's deep. That's deep. Right, because yeah. we 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 see it like. A lot of times women see commitment as, you know, a sign of love and and, and, and security. Aren't you committed to something? And, and that men you love? men feel commitment as like to get some of the things that I want, I have to commit. But if I could get those things without the commitment, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I would. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I gotta apologize because uh, my wife called me out and she was just like all I've been hearing lately is you saying, oh, I'm never going to get married again, which is offensive to her, right? Oh, okay. And And, and, and it's, it's not just necessarily directed to her, mm-hmm. but I do realize sometimes the confinement of being married and being in relationship, you kind of just be like, you know, sometimes in your head you be like, yo, you feel like you don't want to have to answer to anybody. But at, the same, <laughs> no, but at the same time, it's respect to yeah, answer yeah, to your spouse. Yeah, yeah, it's respect yeah. to take into consideration everything that she wants and you want kind of thing. Yeah. But men, we, we, we're always feeling like, don't cage me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you lose that person, you'll be hurt as shit. Yeah. Which goes back to saying like, oh, men, oh, men love hard and all that. Like, it is what it is. Like, you know, we just, some guys don't show their, their, their feelings as much as women do. Mm-hmm. You know, and which it's, is fucked up because I feel like people need to be more open with that. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of times it would leave the woman guessing, like, well, you know what, he really doesn't like me. Like, he doesn't show me this, he doesn't do that. But deep down inside, you're really liking that person and stuff. But you guys hold on to, I ain't gonna show her that I fucking miss her. Like, it's like damn, if you do because emotion. Why do guys do as that? men, we're taught um, being emotional is not it's a male a, trait. Right, right, right. It's, a it's weakness. weakness. Yep. So, right. We we we're, we're, we're taught by our fathers and the men in society like life is the art of war. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the art of war in business, but it shouldn't be in your relationships. But we're afraid to show our weakness. We're afraid to show vulnerability. We're afraid to show, you know. Any sign that, you know, we're not in control. Sometimes that will fuck a woman's head up. I'm like, you know what? He's not that into me. So I'm going to move on to someone else who is into yeah. me. And it's sometimes it takes us losing a good thing to be like, damn. Yeah. She didn't ask much from me. She right. asked so little, but I, I wasn't mature enough to handle that. So the last question on this topic is, do you have an ex you're thankful for for what they taught you about yourself? Say that again? What's the question? Do you have an ex that you're thankful for for what they taught you about yourself? Like the girl that I liked before my wife. Yeah. I was so 
went out of my way for her, mm-hmm. and she still kind of just brushed me off. So it made me realize, like, you know what? No matter how hard you try, if a person is not into you or doesn't want that from you, you can't yep. change them. You cannot. But it also told me, like, it, it taught me that, like, yo, someone's going to be out there that appreciate the love and commitment that you have, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think if I would have met my wife before I met this girl, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been mature enough to be like, you know what, this is someone who's showing how much they want you to be mature about it. I probably would have been still in, trying to be in my quote-unquote thought stage and ignore the real thing that I had and just be like, ah, oh, this is cool, but I'm still out there trying to, you know, chase my royal oats kind of thing, you know? So I'm thankful to her because if she didn't shit on me the way that she did, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been as appreciative for my wife when I met her. Okay. So what about you guys? Is there an ex out there that you're thankful for what they taught you about yeah, yourself? Yeah, um, it was she wasn't really an ex, but I was rocking out with a hard body in college. You know what I mean? I was I was whoring big time in college. Yeah. I was playing college basketball. So you was, were a thought. I was making my rounds. Yeah, yes, I was making. <laughs> I was making my rounds, you but were what I'm I love Tatiana. <laughs> I just love that. I don't know why. But, but what I'm saying is. <laughs> The girl that I was dealing with, I, I, and then I remember I was in the basement. I was in the basement in my brother's place, which we was talking about. I was coming home from college. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. The next person, I, I'm going to try this relationship thing. And the next relationship. This relationship thing. No, real talk. And the next relationship was my wife. Now she's my wife. We got a kid together. She stuck around. And you know what it was? I was patient at that time. At the time when I was dealing with the ex, it was like, you ain't really my girl. We just rocking out, mom. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You could you could get these papers anytime, but right. but I said to myself, I want to be in a relationship, and that's what happened. I, I was in a relationship with her, and then all of a sudden, years down the line, we got married. So I am thankful, and we have a beautiful daughter. So I'm thankful that so it helped man, me grow mm-hmm. to become the man I am today. What so about you? Man in progress what, still. What about you? <laughs> me? There's no ex that like you know what. The way I fouled up, or the you know, she taught me like, man, this is what I need to do so that. When you when you was in your next situation, you was more prepared to handle. Well, with that being said, I feel like every every man experiences something that makes them a lot stronger for the next you no know, relationship that comes along. That person made me more of a grinder, more motivated. You know, with that being said, I actually found my wife. Beautiful my wife. Thing. Beautiful thing. My wife. She helped me find my wife. My ex helped me find my wife. Ooh, yes. <laughs> You know, That's situation right. that I thought that was right for me, mm-hmm. that wasn't right for me. So yeah. with that being said, it's like now I'm climbing the highest mountains I've ever climbed before, like more driven, more goal-oriented, you know, and keeping the respect for myself. You know, you got to have some, as men, we have to have some type of dignity and respect for ourselves. That's something we have to be disciplined with. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of men, they think with other things, you know, I don't want to say lively on here, but mm-hmm. you got to think with your brain with that being said. I ain't trying to mm-hmm. sound like Malcolm X on this air, but now. Nah, my past situation helped me find my wife and allowed me to be the better person I am today. Yeah. That's good. That's good. What about you, Amanda? Um, past situations with uh, ex-boyfriends, they've taught me how to... I feel like uh, through every breakup, you find yourself a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say I found myself way more, you know, mm-hmm. dealing, well, coming from the past and stuff. Yeah. You learn who you are. Yeah, like I said, you know... Um, I, I, that's why I always tell people, like, you know what? You need to date multiple people. You need to, mm-hmm. like, you don't necessarily mean you need to go out there and sleep with as many people as you can. But you need to have relationships as far as this. It don't always have to be commitments. Mm-hmm. But, like, situations where you allowed yourself to be vulnerable. While you had communications. Like, you really tried your best to think about somebody outside of yourself, right? It's so easy to be out here just trying to, like, you know, take care of needs you know, spend time with people in the way that you want to, but not get nothing from it, not really engage, right? How many, you know, how many people we know that wake up and then have a chain of women or men that they they entertain, but they don't give none of themselves to them. Like, you have to give yourself to someone for you to know who you really are, right? Because if you just operate for your personal needs, you'll never understand what it takes to really make a successful relationship, you know? That's yeah. But can I interject? Sure. Of course you can. <laughs> God. That's what you do. That's what you hear. You know, like you said, you, you said something about um, date multiple people. I mean, that's all good and all because everybody have needs. Most people could be vulnerable. But with that being said, some people got to learn how to be with themselves, man. Yeah. Fix yourself first, you. Absolutely. Right, you I agree with <laughs> you <laughs> on that no. one. 
beautiful because that segues to our next topic. Okay. The next topic is before I jump into the relationship, I need to fix me. So you 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 kind of hinted to exactly what we're gonna discuss mm-hmm. now, right? And it's like, why do we hop from relationship to relationship without doing self inventory? Mm. Go ahead, Amanda. Let us know. Um, I don't hop into relationship relationship, so I can't relate to that. Yeah. Uh, as far as dating multiple people, I have but, to go but back. But there to are that, people. Uh, there are people out there who like don't know how to be single, and like embrace that. But go ahead. Yes. Um, the multiple people thing when it comes to dating. Are you talking about going out on actual physical no, dates? No, I, 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 I don't know. I want to clarify that. Clarify that. I don't mean like you should be like I'm dating Brianna, Rihanna. Okay. Beyonce. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like you know what? Before you call yourself getting married, I feel like anybody out there should have a you know something com- to compare to, like you know, date people, learn people. If it don't work out, move on, kind of thing, okay. and, and, and 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 allow yourself to learn different people, not necessarily entertain multiple people at the like, same date time. Date Tom on Friday. And no, Tuesday, no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, but if that's if that's how you choose to, no, to learn okay yourself, that's for certain people. You know but for saying? someone like because me, the weather's I getting nice, that. so this is around the time. <laughs> oh, here we go. The weather's getting nice. <laughs> Yo, it's a correlation. It's a correlation between the. The whole level in yourself and the weather. <laughs> oh my God! It's a this is it's a fake fact. It's not uh-huh. a real fact. It's a, it's a fake, fake fact. fact. But back to it. So uh, uh-huh. why do you? So even if that's not you, why do you feel some people hop from relationship to relationship without doing self inventory? I feel like those type of people are insecure. I feel like they look for their happiness within other people and not mm-hmm. within themselves. Yeah. So they jump from one person to one person without learning who they are. I think that those type of people feed off of other people and they're weak. Yeah. And I, I feel like people Ooh. don't have a good no. strong people I'm don't serious. people don't take time to get self identity, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, women and men, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's it's tough because I want doesn't sound sexist, but sometimes I feel like a lot of women define themselves by being in relationship. Why do you feel women do that? Because I feel like a lot of I feel a lot of guys do that. I feel people do that. Am I so going to say so? Men you, or do women? you think you can honestly say more from your perspective, mm-hmm. right? More men define their their, their self identity by being in a relationship versus a woman. I've I feel more women are proud to say I got a man versus a man saying I got a woman. Uh, Keep it a buck. I, <laughs> I don't know, to be honest with you. I can't. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I think you're outnumbered, but I, I want to hear what the outnumbered. I, I want to hear what the guys. Say. I think that um, most people that jump into relationships, relationship because a lot of people are scared to be alone. Yeah. Especially uh, like it depends what kind of age factor you play, right? Like in your twenties, when you're from eighteen and twenties, yeah, you want to just be like, all right, I'm alone. I'm, you you more comfortable with that, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're in your mid thirties, people start asking these questions. You you ain't married yet. Listen, you ain't, oh no, you ain't you ain't got no kids. I'm gonna cut What's, that off. Well, oh no. I'm more comfortable in my 30s than I was in my 20s. But, so I'm okay with being but single. No, but no, that, that's you. That's you. But a lot of, a lot of people jump into relationship relationship because that's security to hopefully it's gonna lead to something special, right? Mm. So a woman, so a woman telling me in the 30s like, listen, oh, I just broke up with Chris. You know, Kevin was like me in the past anyway, so I'm gonna mess with Kevin. That's because she felt like she wasted her time on Chris. Not, not just necessarily. <laughs> no, 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 not. So it's like shit. I should no, 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 with not Kevin. necessarily. Yeah. Sometimes it's because they, they, you, you're afraid that to be alone at that in that age group because in your 30s the ideal is, and not to be sexist, but you want to build a family. You have, you have, you have your two wonderful boys and stuff, and so you have that security. But some girls, when they're 30s and they're alone. People start asking questions. What's going on with you? Is it you? Then that's how you see you gotta step back. And then just not even just women and a guy too. Like, dog, you in your thirties and you still doing that Miami thing? You know what no, I mean? But like, I, I what's think, going on? But so it, let me just, just go ahead. Still going to Miami being a thought. Yeah, like yo, you like dog, like <laughs> when, when, when you gonna get it together? So it's easy to be like, you know what? I broke up with her, but I'm I'm with her, um I'm with her now, you know, things are working good. I see, I see, uh, I build, I'm um, seeing building a future now. But if you got the answer, you know, I'm just moving past the past. 
you know, it's a little funny, right? Yeah, People yeah. start questioning you like, yo, is it you? Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Let me step back. To be honest with you, I, I kind of... That's funny that you mentioned that. Though, I, so. I kind of feel bad for women in that case, right? Why? Because... What are you feeling bad about? If you... if you All right. I'm 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 36. I'll be 37. Yeah. If I was 36, 37. Tell me what you feel bad about. And I become feel bad I about. become single. People kind of be like, man, he he's out there trying to chase his oats and stuff like that. But no one's judging me. A woman's 36, 37, and she's single, and people kind of be like, what's wrong with her? That's a fact. You really think that? Yes. That's a fact. Yes. Let me tell y'all something. I don't give a fuck what anybody ever thinks about me. <laughs> I'm a survivor. I'm not even going to say But what I'm going to say <laughs> is that I am having the time of my life. I'm doing what I want to do. Mm -hmm. If I want to be in a relationship, I can be in a relationship, but I don't want to right now. I'm living my life. I'm traveling with my children. I'm traveling by myself. I'm traveling with my friends. I'm walking out of the house at any time that I want to. I don't have to entertain anybody. That's because I chose this lifestyle. So let me ask you a question. Quick. I'm There's ask nothing you, I feel sorry about. I'm going to ask you about. a question after, but do you, do you carry being single as a badge of honor? I carry being Amanda as a badge of honor. Okay. I have not found anyone that, well, I'm not dating, but I haven't found anyone that I wanted to commit my life to and my children to that are worth that. Because I feel like men who are single are more proud to be single than women who are single. I feel that way too because guys like to pride in the fact that the majority of the men that are single like to pride themselves into being thought. They want to fuck who they want to fuck, and that's it. So we kind of we haven't got your perspective. Oh, man. So my the question is, to get back to it: Why do we? <laughs> why do people hop from relationship to relationship without doing their self inventory? Marv, don't sugarcoat it, Marv. Don't or healing, like you said. Like Marv, you said. the entertainer, don't sugarcoat it. Man, don't hold. Listen, we don't. We don't hold man. back on the views right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Marv. Someone just needs someone to be on this side, man. Someone on their hip, you know. They they, they don't want to be. They don't want that emptiness, you know. From my perspective, they don't want. They just feel, oh, wow. But I'm that a, emptiness is them not being comfortable with themselves. Cause you shouldn't be you empty. Go, which if you're is by true. Yourself. Which is true. I agree I don't with feel her. empty. Yeah. I feel a fucking and the, and, amazing. And this and this goes from. <laughs> so you feel amazing being single. I feel amazing being single, and until I open myself up to find someone that can add to this. Then yeah. I'm good. As I'm you great. should, as you should, yeah. But you know, can't speak for everyone, you know. You know, if you try to understand someone, you're just like, yo, no, why why you just chill out a little bit, you know, like, you know, just rebuild yourself, you know? Yeah. Find your flaws and and work on them, you know. I think the person who could be accountable for their for their for their flaws and all that is the person that will, you know, move forward in life, you know, will appreciate the next situation that comes his or her her, her way. Yeah. You know, just address it, you know. So the next question is, how long should you stay single after a breakup? What do you think? Give us a number and why you chose that man, number. Man, maybe like a year or two, you know? A year, year two? year or two, yeah. Wow. That's too long, bro. That's wow. In my opinion, look, don't get it twisted. If you are single for a year or two, by circumstance, cool. But I don't think you should go on a two-year sabbatical was after a breakup. Was that bad? Was that bad? Wait, that's your answer. Which camera's on me? I'm just going to tell Which camera's on me? This camera right here. Listen, there's no wrong or right answer. That's yeah. your answer. Yeah. For uh, me, I've been single going on four fucking years in May. So yeah. I'm good. I would say. That's a long time, sis. That's a long time, sis. That's a long time, sis. I ain't even going to hold you. It's a long time, sis. It's a long time. As much as I talk shit about, if God forbid, knock on wood, I don't. Want to get the you box. didn't even knock on this fucking wood because knock on that wood because <laughs> the noise on the podcast people listen to us right but I don't to be like you know after the breaker I I'm, I'm in two weeks I'm gonna be married for ten years oh right? wow congrats okay. congratulations so I say that to number. say this so if I do split up it's gonna be tough for me to just move on mad oh, fast by far. right but I think if you if you out here and you break up with someone and you wait two years to be in a relationship again or four years, no disrespect. I'm not waiting four years. I'm like, just saying. But it just happened to work out. It like, happened that four way. Four years is a long time. My answer You could have became a doctor <laughs> right after you got... You can't become a doctor well, four years. Well, on that note... So, wait a minute. Well, I'm not well, saying my answer You could be a lawyer with a practice. You definitely could be a nurse. Yeah, you well, guess what? You could be a nurse. But that's what probably was happening, though, within the time to give yourself a break. You know what? To answer I'm not saying that four years is my answer. My answer actually has no time frame. 
It's when you're ready. When you're completely well over that person, yeah. you could see that person with someone else and be like, ah, I don't give a fuck. I think then six maybe months. You move on. I think I think wow. I think I six, months. six months too. Right? Oh, that's that brother no, shit. No, no, no. <laughs> the reason why I say oh, six, six months, six right? months too. Because three months you need to just clear your head from the old shit. Right? Mm-hmm. And then the next three months you gotta start thinking about, okay, what kind of person do I need to be with next? What, what what did I contribute to the failure of my last relationship? But life is too short. Two years, four years is a long time. I, I, you I, don't know when you're going to die. I you said, wait four no, years. No, I know. Not, no disrespect. Thanks. But that's a long time. Yeah. I, I, I say, I was going to say six months also because I always try to base it on like everyday society thing. Like work, work. There's a reason why you do pro, three month probation or six month probation is because they want to get to know you. Yeah. So right. I feel like after six months, you got time to clear all your baggage and, and take a step back and say, you know what, my career is not going well. Let me f- try to find a new job. You know what? Let me let me let me start working out. Let me you know let me just find myself as a person to give me that security. Six months is enough time to take a step back. A year is like okay, you did all that like. What's going on? Like, yeah. what, you still day hopping? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Six months is more. This, that's the reason why a job say three to six months because they really got to get to know you. Because yeah. you could be a great actor. Yeah. You could be a great actor for the how, first two how months. How long do you feel? I would say about a year. That's a long time. I would say let me tell you another reason why I say six months. Go ahead. Tell me Your why. first three, like, someone in my situation, like, you've been married for 10 years and God forbid you break up. Mm-hmm. For the first three months, you trying to smash everything you felt you missed. That's Yo. the man. <laughs> no, but I, that's, that's that's a lot of me, people. I'm not who's smashing been, as many as possible. It's like, like that's just if you was crazy. in jail for ten years, right? The first three months, you don't know what to do with yourself, and then yeah. after a while, you got to figure out. Okay, now I need to be human again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But okay, so why why a year? A year is enough time if you want to change your career. If you want to find yourself and stuff like that, a year is enough time to get all that shit together. I, if 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 you, and you if get you're your single, together, if you break up in your twenties, I feel like you have a year. In your thirties and your forties, your good years are hard no. to come by. See, this is the problem. Are hard to come I'm by. I'm gonna tell you guys what the problem is now. Even Everybody... as a man, even as a man, you have so many quality erections left in you from your thirties <laughs> to your forties. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, you know what? what I would say goals. So some people are like, oh, I want to have a baby before 40. Whatever. If if that's what your goal is, then maybe you should put those quick-ass time frames. For me, you know, it's different. People need to be comfortable with themselves. We got to be honest. Like, yo, it don't get... Everybody needs to stop putting time frames. It don't get wet the same in your 20s and 30s versus your 40s and your 50s. That's bullshit. That is bullshit right there. Sometimes in your 30s is your best time as opposed to your fucking 20s. But I think that the problem is everyone is putting an age to where you're supposed to commit, where you're supposed to have a family, you're supposed to be like this, you're supposed to, society, da 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 People need to stop focusing on society and focus on themselves. Well said. Just because I'm in my 30s does not mean I have to be married or I have to have a certain amount of children or I have to have a house. To be honest with you, yes, I was thinking about a house, but at the same time, I'm like... I don't want to fucking take care of all this shit by myself. I have a two-bedroom apartment or whatever, and I don't want to do this, that, and the third. Imagine if I had a house. Yes, yeah. well, you don't yeah. have to have a house in your 30s. You don't have to be married in your 30s. You don't have to have a family in your 30s. All of this shit is set on you because of what society told you what it's supposed to be. And this is not a shady question. This is just, you know, a perspective question. Like you yeah. said, you've been single for, for four years now. Yeah, I've dated. I, I've, I've, You said you've dated. Mm-hmm. Ideally... How long would you have gotten to a, a permanent relationship after you, the breakup with your ex? You would have waited a year, or you would have been good after six months? Uh, you mean after the last relationship was after we broke up? Yeah. Um, how long did it take for me to be good? Yeah. Um, I would did say about like eight months or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. We ended on a, a okay note. It wasn't that bad. He's a great person and stuff like that. So it was just ended. And, and and like I said, so the last question on this topic is like, because we, we're, we're talking about people taking time to heal mm-hmm. before they move into their new relationship. So mm-hmm. the last question, do you approach a new relationship hoping it will heal you? Because I feel like that's a mistake a lot of people make. You can't approach a relationship like that. You have to be the one to heal you. Mm-hmm. If you're religious, your God has to heal you. But, mm-hmm. you know, you have to heal yourself. You can't. Mm-hmm. Look for healing in someone else. You have to look for healing within I yourself. I agree with you. I feel like a lot of times, both men and women, and sometimes women, 
mm-hmm. feel like you know that next dude is gonna be the answer to some of the problems that I face. Honestly, sometimes he could be. Maybe you're broken on the inside and he's that great man to show you how wonderful you really are and help you blossom and to become better. Just like for a man, maybe a man feels low and he meets this woman that brings that out mm-hmm. in him. So that can go that way too. Yeah. If I was in a situation looking for the next relationship, I feel like now that I'm in my 30s, 40s right around the corner, 40s closer than 30 for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for someone to heal me. I'm looking for someone to compliment. I would be looking for someone. I'm in my situation now. I'm not looking to exit. I say I would be looking for someone to compliment me as far as happiness. Well, this is why I've been single for so long. You know? I haven't found because someone to compliment me. I feel me. like a lot of times we look for someone to like elevate you or, or, or confirm what you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. But you need to have your own self-identity. You need to find your own definition Absolutely. of happiness, you know? What do you think, Mama? So the question is, do you do you ever approach a new relationship hoping it would heal you? Obviously, you're not looking for a new relationship, but do you think people do that, and why do you think people do that? Like you said, I think that, you know, a lot of stuff is probably based off insecurities. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, most people might need that, that one to uplift them, you know, to make them feel good, to make them feel like they're important. Yeah. And you got some who just, you know... Cause say just do it just because they just want to be in a relationship and just want someone to just be there. So you know it, it goes several ways. It's several ways. Yeah. What about you, Cliff? Cliff pouring that drinky drink. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, I need to holla at Don Q to get up as a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Don Q. Y'all. You guys smooth. like it like that? Nah, it's smooth. I like love that smooth. wine right there. That shit, nah, whatever. It's smooth. So why do you? So do you? Do you ever approach a new relationship hoping it would, you know, help you heal? Do you think people do that? And why do you think people do that? Um, I think a lot of times um, people post a new relationship to see if it heals because they just, they just, some people are just afraid to be alone. Yeah. Like, it's scary. Like, That's you scary. know, you, you know what it is? And, and I got to say, I, uh, I appreciate somebody like a man who's a free spirit and can handle the situation. A lot of girls I talk to that's in their 30s, they'll tell you things, you know what? My time is my time is ticking. You know, something I might not be doing something right because it's scary to be alone in your thirties. It's it, I'm 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 be honest. I'm not trying to be sexist, especially as a woman. As a as, as a woman, it's scary to be alone. Is you know why? It's because standard and society looks at you. Listen, it's a reason why you taught to go to. Uh, listen, it's a reason yeah, why you see? listen. It's a reason why you taught to go to elementary school. Junior high school, high school, and ideal supposed to be college because that's what society and then oh, get a good job. Yeah. Being in your 30s and single is not ideal anymore like that. So, so, so a lot. No, no, I'm not saying. I'm, and I, no, I, I know you're that. not saying it. I, I, I can respect yeah. that. But that's why a lot of people look at it in relationships and say, you know what? I'm just gonna do do what I need to do because I don't want to. I don't want to have that. I don't want to go brunch with my homegirls and they ask me why I'm alone still. So mm-hmm. I said, shout out to Esther Rivera <laughs> doing a, a mid episode promo for the girls. So I wasn't here last this, week, this but was yes. dope. Yeah. Shout that's out dope. to the Good wine. Shout out to the Black Sisters doing their thing. Oh, that's Rivera. dope. That's uh-huh. dope, man. I like the package. Yeah. Nice, man. And like that's I said, as it becomes yeah. more available, we're gonna keep plugging it. I definitely love what they got. Nice, there. So nice. I think it's just you know. Like people are uh, scared to be alone. Yeah, men and women, men, men, men. I say that, but it's a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, they sometimes they won't say, but they'll be envied at the fact that oh, yo, you figured it out. Yeah, seriously, yeah. I'm yeah. telling Preach. you, uh, there's a lot of guys in their third day envy that you figured it out. I'm married. I got a kid. I got a good job. I'm I'm doing things that I want to do. A lot of guys just ain't figured it out yet, and yeah. not and, and I'm not trying to um out here trying to. Act like I'm better than anybody, you know, because exactly. I'm far from that. It's just that people don't. It's not. It's hard to figure it out. So a lot of mm-hmm. time, people are like yo, I got, I got to stay in relationships just so this question won't act, mm-hmm. be asking me. I, I think, seriously, I think the the um that if, brings it back to what he, to what I said. Society, everybody's worried about what society yeah. thinks. I feel like healing is is individual, right? Mm-hmm. So people make that mistake thinking that their next person's going to like change the game. Mm-hmm. But you got to change the game. You right. got to change the game within yourself. Mm-hmm. Expectations, what you want out of life, what makes you happy. My reoccurring theme is like, yo, you have to define happiness for yourself, right? Because if you listen to society, society will say, you know what, I'm married, but I don't have no kids, so I quote-unquote failed. Uh-huh. Or you have kids, but you're not in a, a long-term relationship, so mm-hmm. you failed somehow. 
Society can kiss your ass. Sure can. Are you happy? Kiss my little flat ass. Yes, mm. it can. <laughs> greedy gut with the little butt. They can kiss right. the little butt, right? <laughs> greedy gut. Greedy, greedy guy with the little butt. Yeah, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we have to stop allowing perspective on outside to find happiness. Just like, okay, I own, you know, I'm a condo owner or quote unquote homeowner that someone may rent. You may be renting, but you, you got a plan for a situation that's going to be beautiful for right you. exactly and i could be a homeowner that's drowning mm-hmm. right exactly but you know society if if they don't take a deeper look they'll say you know what? i'm a homeowner i'm doing better but i could be drowning i could be struggling right. you know what i'm saying well, so sir. like i said we gotta we gotta look for individual healing before we look for someone else to have the answers because guess what the person you meet they don't have all the answers for themselves as well we're broken, not broken, but we're all trying to figure it out. The person that you meet should compliment you trying to figure it out, but not not be the quote-unquote answer to all your problems. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to move on right to the last topic, right? And the last topic is, how <laughs> would you approach your next bay, right? So we're trying to break down, like, you know, what are, like, the kind of rules to, like, approaching someone new, especially being older now. You're single, so you could possibly give us more insight. Mm-hmm. So the first sub-question is, wh- what are the do's and don'ts when trying to court you? So any dudes who out there who's watching this episode, like, yo, I'm trying to slide in Amanda's DMs. I'm trying to be in Amanda's life. What are the do's and don'ts? It's the Let first lady now. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> the don'ts is be overly aggressive. Okay. Like, if you're asking me on a date and I didn't give you it, like, you know, I always get people like, oh, when can I take you out? I'm a single mom, you know what I mean? But I always make time. Yeah. If, you know, if I have to go on a date, I'll make time and stuff like that. But to feel pressured or to overly, like, it's like, damn, yo, like, I can't. Like, I just can't. Like, I'm always. So what are the do's? I'm very simple. So I like picnics and parks and flowers. But even before, even before you say yes, Uh how is the dude supposed to approach you to get that yes? can't give that away you have why can't you give that away <laughs> because i let people be themselves because if you know what that person wants you're going to constantly do what that person wants but you're not really being yourself yeah. like i feel like people need to be themselves if you're showing me that you want to take me out on a date or something like mm-hmm. that then you know it all depends on how you're showing me okay. like if you're showing me in a different way i'm like uh i can't tell you so i'm gonna ask the fellas now like i know obviously everybody here got a situation but if you wasn't in any situation, what are the do's and don'ts if someone tried to spit at you? Can't seem thirsty. Okay. Yeah. Can't seem thirsty, man. Because honestly, at the end of the day, anything that comes too easy, you know, it's, the light bulb's going to go in your head. Like, like Tupac said, I don't want to hit that easy. easy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. But, but, you know, but, you know, that's just, that's not for everyone. Yeah. No. Okay. What about you, Claire? If I was single and you try to approach me, like, to talk to me, well, I mean, you got to be able to hold the conversation, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, at this point in my age, I don't got time to waste. So you can't really hold a conversation, and the stuff that you're talking about means nothing. It don't have no kind of substance to me. You probably ain't going to fuck with me in the long, long term. Yeah. So I could know literally in 30 minutes to an hour, all right, this ain't going to work anymore. Yeah. I'm going to respectfully... Go through this little little shindig or little date that we're gonna try to do, and then I'm I'm, I'm never gonna call you again. That's yeah. how it's gonna work because I know my the level of communication I'm on right now. He just brought that up, you know. what? now thank you, right? That's what you said. That <laughs> so I, now you gotta re- yeah, readjust. I agree with that. The the shit that's the worst is when someone talks sexual too soon. That's yeah. a fucking don't. We, that's a lack of communication because he's already thinking about something that. If you if you if you let we all listen, know uh, if you uh, want that's, sex, that's right? Like, no, no, that's but at least be patient yeah, that's enough to right. get to know. That's, that's a lack of communication. That's a lack of communication because what his his thought process, he should begin to know you first, and then automatically, if if I'm courting you, I know I'm gonna have sex with you regardless. It's gonna take time. Oh, so you that confident that? You oh no 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 no! Listen, no, it ain't the best. Well, you should be. You should be. It's gonna go down eventually, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm. It's not about being confident. It's about knowing your situation, right? But I'm not even gonna have that conversation with you. I'm gonna learn, try to see what's going on with you first. See yeah. if we mesh, you know, first. For I me, like I do. Intellectual guys. Yeah, I love adu- men that have perfect. That can so do is like converse. us having conversations about things that are deep. Uh huh. And then also just like you know, I, I 
it bothers me when you're talking to a woman and it's just all about them. Mm-hmm. Not to be rude, just every That's every conversation is about like I want to know that you're generally interested to know what I think about mm-hmm. certain things. You know what I'm saying? What's my perspective about it? Like like Cliff said, the sex and shit like that's gonna happen eventually or whatever. But I want you to like really show interest and in, and in wondering what what. So it's all me. about if at this stage of the game, like if your communication skill sucks, and if I was single, we're, it's not gonna work between us because that means that you're you're at a level that I that we can't go together. Right. Because when I when I when I was dating or whatever, I had girls in the past that told me that I wasn't they wasn't interested in me at first. But when they got to know me and I, I started talking that shit, it was a whole different ball game. Yeah. Yeah. That's you me. Know what I'm saying. I, I, talk. So, I talk. You know me what I mean? Being, me being a big dude, I've it's, it's hardly ever I spit and then I bag. It's always work. Like I'm like color purple. All my life I had <laughs> to does, fight. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I've always had to. So I always felt like I've had to convince a woman that you know what. I want to take a chance on that dude. But it's a lack mm-hmm. of communication. And even if a, even if dude, you could be the flyest dude in the world, but if you're talking about shit that don't matter with no, no substance, a girl, a, a real chick is like, you know what? Yeah. This dude got money, but he's corny. Yep. Why he keep It'll talking? Keep I, I, I see, I see yeah, the, I see, yeah. I see the bag is heavy. I don't, <laughs> you ain't got to tell her. Uh-huh, it's <laughs> obvious. Know what it is. I need a guy that can talk about any and everything because yes. I am yeah. very... I love to converse, and I talk about everything. Yeah. If you can't talk to me about everything, and you need to respect that I'm like I'm a nerd and I'm cool too. So I like nerdy shit, but I'm cool too. <laughs> right? You, know exactly. you got to be able to embrace both. You know, I what hate saying? flashy guys too. I hate flashy guys. Like there was guys that would be in my inbox and say things like, "Oh, they got the business and they have this," and it's good to have those things. <laughs> But then it's just like, yeah, and I got this car, and I got that Flat, car. No, hold on, hold on. No, hold on, we're no, back. No. Yeah. Flashy someone, ain't, fl- let me, I'm, I'm interject, because I'm a me, I'm, I'm interject. When someone, flashy and you got to let me two, finish. Oh, okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> when someone's like, oh, yeah, I have a Benz, and then I have this, and I have this car, and I have three cars sitting in my garage, and, and I'm like, oh, okay. Because like, they I don't just, have substance, so, yeah, yeah. so they have, have to, to lead with that. And right, I'm sitting here right, like, right. this is kind of like annoying. I really don't care about all the shit that you say you have. Like, right, I'm right, not right. looking for a man that has 20 chains on and has Oh, I feel cars. offended. <laughs> I feel offended. <laughs> 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 it's all right. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Listen, the Barnums, we got foreign cars, we got chains. That uh-huh. bag is there. Right, <laughs> right, right. We're trying, trying to be the next cash money, right. but... We can hold a conversation. Exactly. The, thing, yes. the thing about it is, it's a difference between being flashy and confident. Mm-hmm. Confidence with substance. Confidence is a beautiful thing. Confidence, confidence is, confidence, confidence right, is right. gonna get you to the next level. There you go. Yeah. Flashy yeah. might just get you, you know, one or two joints or whatever. One or two That's it. Tatiana's, you know what I mean? in this world, because we come in short one time. The next question is: Have you ever been bagged in a way that was hard to turn down? Wow, you put me on the yeah, spot. More than entertaining, you you getting kind of light on the call. I mean, answers, man. I mean, like long story short. He's married, yeah. I mean, so he's gotta... <laughs> well, before married and all, that, and before you know, being in a relationship with my wife, um, yeah, I have females come full force and all that to me. Like, yeah, you don't like this right here, you know, you like it because all the guys be in my DM and you ain't you ain't hitting me up. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, when you feel like you're not giving someone that time of day, and then you're not really pressing them, and it's. It's like a light bulb for them too. Again, like why is he not on me like that? Why you know what I mean? So for them, it's like that's like a catch. But at the same time, like I don't. Most guys like myself wouldn't like a woman coming just throwing himself at. Yeah. Don't like it at all. It's so, like, so 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 to get, the question is: Have you ever been bagged in a way that was hard to turn down? New York, try state. <laughs> yeah, but I want to elaborate though. You know what I mean? <laughs> all, right, well, all right, so we're gonna have the first lady. So, have you ever been bagged in a way that was hard to turn down? Nope. Really? Mm. No. Really? <laughs> no. Okay. What about you? Ken? I mean, before I was married, I, I mean, you know, like... I went in college. I, you know, I've been, you know, I've been bagged about. Couple of old heads that you know, I was old like, heads. No, Wait, what's what old heads. If you 18 years old and the chick is 36, 37 at the time, that's a, that's a, that's a big gap difference, that's whatever. Gap. So, so, I've been there where you know, a chick was aggressive, whatever, boom, and I couldn't turn it down because I, you know, I like I like chicks who's confident yeah. and, and and what you call it, and also with, with that confidence, I know it's gonna lead. When I was horned, that's gonna lead to good sex. So I wasn't gonna turn that down. Yeah. 
I've been bagged in a way where, you know, um, the way the girl approached me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It was funny to me because she was like, you're a little short, let me come talk to you. And I'm just like... Where were you? Were you in a corner? No, nah, I, I, I was OT. I was out okay. of town, right? Mm-hmm. It was Texas a while back. Way, way, you know, I've been married 10 years, but this is way... <laughs> <laughs> way back <laughs> in the day, right? But the way she spit at me, it was just like, I'm not used to that. So it really drew my attention, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times, women want to be chased. A lot of times, women don't put themselves out there. So when she did, it, it made me laugh and it, it made me entertain the conversation. Okay. But you you don't want to elaborate, right? You said... Mm-hmm. Nah, I okay. can't elaborate. I'll I tell so, you after the show. So <laughs> the, last, the last question on this topic, and then we're going to go to uh, yeah, Amanda's, Amanda yeah. has a question. If you had to shoot your shot at a celebrity crush, what would you say? If you had to shoot your shot, what was the question? At a celebrity crush, what would you say? Y'all gonna have to go first. I gotta think about this. I gotta think first who my crush is. My celebrity crush is Sanaa Lathan. And the first thing I would tell her is, um, you know, I know you I know you in the industry, what you call it, but you need to give a regular dude that knows about twenty four hours. Hmm. Mm, okay. Oh. okay. What do you mean know about twenty four hours? He wanted to elaborate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Twenty four hours, you know what you call it, that that's keeping his mind busy and that's gonna work on you. So, mm-hmm. oh, who's your celebrity crush? Jeez, you know what? You put me in. Well, you, this, this was a random question, though, but I, I don't really th- have. No one ever even came to sight like that to me, though. Really? Maybe I just turned that question back around. Maybe okay. I come back. What about you? Um, I would say one of my. I guess, I don't really have celebrity crushes, but I think it's fine as hell. It's the guy who played in. Um, actually, he played in Us. And he also played in. Uh, Winston Duke? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he went to my college. He went to you the went University of Buffalo. Oh, you he did? He's like tall and chocolatey yeah. and bearded. So, what are you going to tell Winston Duke? What would you say to him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My celebrity crush is weird. She, she, I would just gazing. like walk up with my him. My celebrity crush is Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill, okay. Yeah. That's not Co- weird. Cultural. No, that's not okay. weird. Anyway, but, but I would tell her, like, yo, listen. Did you even say Rihanna? Rihanna's a physical thing. Like, Rihanna's more like. Sexually. Dominatrix, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but Lauren Hill, I'd be like, yo, listen, your music has changed my life so much. Me and you oh, need to that's gonna be his game. That's me and you game need to right get there. together and change this world. I know you want to make a difference. I want to make a difference too. That's so his let's, game. That's let's smooth. change this world together. That's some Langston Hughes shit. Y'all cannot fucking change right. the world together. I'm Listen, right now. That, gonna, but that's that. That'll gonna be, be, that be my venue. Yeah. To her. And it's gonna be and it's gonna be late at every concert that she has. <laughs> I make sure her ass is on time to her. <laughs> more, more than entertain, <laughs> right? More than entertain. Answer the question, bro. What's going on? Yeah. Oh man, man. Listen, man. Holly Berry, man. Okay. Holly Berry. She never really had a. She never really had good luck with um with men, yeah. you know. But honestly. If I was single, I hit up in the D. I would tell like, "Look, man, we need to meet, man. I'm one of a kind." Mm-hmm. And she asked, "What makes you different than anybody else?" I got so time. I, I got time to let you know. No, exactly. You know, yeah. um, it ain't about the riches, man. It's someone that you want to list, put you know your shoulder on, rest on, talk to. You know, I'm dead. <laughs> we man. could build. There yeah. you go. All right, so that's the end of our scheduled topics. We're gonna have Amanda hit us with a um, ask the the um, you from friends on podcast. I don't know. No, no because people come to her and ask us to. Yeah, to, I get a lot of my friends thing. come. Oh, nice. The single person with the relationship advice, but okay. So um, here's one. All right, so my baby mother and I are not together. We've been broken up for two years. I'm not even smashing her. We stayed under the same roof after breakup because we thought it would be best for the kids, but it didn't work. In the meantime, I have a girlfriend, and we've been together going on a year. However, she's feeling some kind of way, as she always has, about my baby mother and I living together. Um, I've been saving money to move out, but I'm not quite there yet. Hopefully in a few months, I'd be out. How can I convince my girlfriend that she can trust me and, and that I'm not cheating? Yo, that's tough, I right? I don't uh, want her to leave me. She's worth the fight. Because you know why that's tough? Because Help. how many men we know be like, nah, I'm not with Shorty. We just live together. Yeah. And they in them guts. Because all, all the time. All the time. A.K.A. AKA yeah. giving them a rib sandwich. A rib sandwich. A rib sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
That, yeah. That's, yeah. that's lingo. Clifford's the king Shipping of the rib sandwiches. A.K.A. giving a chick the rib sandwich. A.K.A. shipping the organs around. Giving him a rib sandwich. My thing is, I respect a rib sandwich. When you get them ribs, that means you know you you hit them ribs. I know what I'm fucking Yeah, yeah. But to answer his question, it's tough. I respect his girlfriend for even sitting around that long. Because you're not playing me for idiot. If I'm dating a girl and she's still over her baby daddy, you just a smash. There's no way we could be in a relationship. She's a true MVP though, man. You know what? He need he needs to he needs to get out ASAP. He needs to even before he's ready, just to make her comfortable, like look, to speed up the process, if you want, I could come live with you, but right now I'm not in this position to live with myself. If we're not ready to live together, give me a little bit more time. But if you feel like I need to make a change today, let me come stay with you for a little bit. Okay. And if she be like, nah, I'm not ready for that, cool, now she's gonna be patient waiting for you to. Well said, yeah, well or, said. Or, or like, you know, I mean, it's security factor. No woman's gonna be comfortable with that, right? Hell so, no. so his relationship is gonna be on the rocks, regardless, mm-hmm. whatever that he's living with his baby mother and this situation's going on. And I get it, he's staying for the kids because you know kids get confused. Me being a new parent, I understand that, right? But he should be able to get a room or something, uh, or even that. His girlfriend should, you know. Well, hold on. Even the room, for that. even the room is just as bad too. Remember, you share an apartment and bathroom with other people else. What if it's a joint that comes all the time with a bikini yeah, on and all that? Like, yeah, you know what I'm but at least, at least that's more of a security factor. All of, right. You know what? He's not with his baby mother. He got a room, and then she could come over and stay there to see what's going on in the process. She can't really stay there with him, the baby mother, and the kids. What's yeah. not a part of the question is that. She lives with a roommate, but she has her side of the money together for an apartment for them. So to she wants together. to live together with mm. him. She wants to live with him, mm. and she's ready to move out, but she's He's waiting on him. Mm. He doesn't have his, because well, he has to pay for the kids. My thing about it is, if you have a plan, like and our communication is good, and I'm never like, oh, let me call you back, I'm talking to me and her doing something... She got to be patient because they have a game plan. It's spoken. It's when you don't have a game plan, you don't have a deadline, it's shaky. Mm. What about you, Ma? What do you think? Well, if they press for time and all that, I mean, they have to be reasonable. They have to reason with one another and say, listen, um, okay, well, if you're going to make this move right now, do understand that there's going to be a lot of sacrifices. But without that now, if this person's understanding and, quote, unquote, he or she could communicate with each other effectively, say, hey, listen, in about a month or so, we'll be all right, you know, but... Like you said, if you want to move right now, it's gonna it's gonna be very pricey right now, you know, because I don't have all my coins together. If that is the situation, yeah. you know, finance. But you gotta make the person yeah. feel like you yeah. know what, I'm always available to you. I'm not doing nothing shady, and you know what the situation is. You know, what I mean, I would even have her meet my baby mother and have a conversation, like, yo, this is what's going on. Come to you as a woman, right? Because <laughs> a lot of women aren't gonna lie for you to hold you down. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. If that's, not there. that's some good advice. So, so end this out. What do you think? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You yeah. women on the panel, you gotta and let us know. And this out. You gotta put yourself in a situation. No, I just told my friend that he needs to hurry up and leave and hurry up and save. But it's hard because he's paying for the kids. Yeah. He's paying, like you yeah. know, he's doing the child support. And the thing. rent in New York is crazy. Right. Retarded. Yeah. Retarded. And he's paying more. Than Everybody that I know who rent is paying more than my mortgage. Oh. Yeah. Retarded. This is crazy. Where you live yeah. in? I live in Jersey, but still. Yeah. People who are renting who yeah. have two bedrooms. Two bedrooms or up, they're paying more than I pay for a mortgage. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. New York is a crazy situation. Sometimes mm. you are, you and your baby mother are roommates because we can't afford to live outside of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There so you go. It's trust. It's honesty. It's exposure. I feel like if a woman feels like she always always have access to you, would you you can talk to their baby mother and, and stuff like that? Then I feel she comfortable. You could still be sliding and smashing also, on the I low. The baby mom go, yeah, we not smashing, and all of a sudden. <laughs> but that's all you can anyway. trust, right? That's all you can trust. If you if you're able to have conversations with the baby mother, you've met her, you've been in her presence, you're not a hidden factor. You gotta wait till the money's right. Yeah. And that's the end of this episode of Views from the Friend Zone. We're gonna have Marv let us know. Let us know what you what you got going on next and how people can reach out to you if they want you into their project. Oh man, listen, um it's thank you guys for having me first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Beneath the Play is one of my recent plays that I did in the Dempsey Theater. You know, before that was a JJC theater over there on off Broadway. It was a phenomenal play. And I heard you doing a web series or part of Yeah, web series. series. Actually I was just uh um casting one well, filming one last week. It's all called Trapping T V, you know, um that being said, for since it is inside here, um, it was based on the the, the um the stripper industry, you know, mm-hmm. and how 
it it uh progressed over like the seventies and the years, and now what we know in modern day culture, we see a lot going on in strippers. Like you got the scammers inside there, you got the, the drugs going on, which been around for years. So it's basically talking from a perspective of females and what yeah. they got to do to survive. And, and there's Cinderella stories like Cardi B. Right? Oh, there you go. Cardi B's the black Cinderella. Right, you know right, right, right. Yeah. So, so that's cool. So let them know how they get to you. What's your Instagram? Oh man, Marvin the Entertainer. You know Marvin underscore Duh. Underscore entertainment. All right, upcoming. Um, rolling the work. Use every platform there is, you know, and um, hopefully see you soon, man. Cool, cool. Okay. Shout out for Marv coming on, you know, promoting this stuff. Um, shout out to the team. I think it was another great episode, and um, keep it pushing. That's all. Yeah. Greedy got with little butt. Uh, little butt. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing a pop up shop that I'm throwing myself. So. Anybody that knows any entrepreneurs that want to sell things and stuff like that, you can hit me up on Amanda Marie's a Home Collection on Instagram. Um, my email is Amanda Marie's Home Collection at Yahoo.com. I'm looking for people who are selling some vendors, and I'm gonna. Where's the pop up shop gonna be? I'm trying to make it in downtown Brooklyn. Okay. Nice, nice. So, like I always say, you know, shout out to everybody who supports us. Shout out to Marvin Entertainer for coming through. I, I wish you blessings and I wish you opportunities and I wish that God uses you to continue to grow your talent and continue to show exposure you, to what you. you got going on. Shout out to Esther again because I'm really inspired, right? Like how many, like these beautiful black sisters said, you know what? We're going to make wine and we're going to make it happen and they have a beautiful situation yeah, going on. Yeah, beautiful. That, you know, you can find them And they Southside breeders. Shout out to Southside. All day, all day. Shout out to Jamaica Queens. I'm really motivated by them because, you know what, their process wasn't overnight. It took them seven years to get to where they at. Wow. A lot of times we grind for a year and we think, shit, it didn't happen. Right. Right? Like, if you were an actor and yeah. you've been busting your ass for a year or two and you're not Denzel, yeah. you're like, what the fuck happened, right? Oh, man. So we need to understand there's a process. We have to continue to contribute to the process we have to continue to believe in the process we have to continue to sacrifice right and like I always say to everybody you know go out there and chase your legacy because it lasts longer than your liabilities and we out views from the friend zone views peace views from the friend zone mom trying to be I'm trying to reach the end zone you think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though it's cool though just don't try to play me for no fool yo views from the friend zone I'm trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though Just don't try to play me